0: Hey everyone, I am the Chosen One Legend here, as usual, with my co host.
1: Hi, I'm Kai, also known as Fascarine.
0: And welcome to our podcast, Bunch of Jokers, where we talk all things Nintendo. And we. I, I thought this was going to be a bit of a quieter month. Then, literally, the moment we're about to record, Nintendo releases another partner showcase, so, uh. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that was kind of crazy. Yeah, like, just as we're about to start, you know, talking about all the news this month, oh, yeah, we'll just throw in a bit more. I'll take it.
0: <laughs> they they love to mess with us. They did that to us with Steve last, uh, last month during the podcast, so uh, you might as yeah. well expect it at this point. If you're ever wondering when there's going to be news, just wait for us to film, and then it'll happen.
1: <laughs> Pretty much,
0: yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, but we... um. So we do have a fair few bits of news to talk about this month. We've also, of course, been playing various games, and we, assuming that time works out, we're going to do an extra topic at the end, sort of in light of Pikmin 3 Deluxe having just come out, about games that we want to see remastered. Uh, if not, that'll probably be its own separate video, but hopefully it'll be at the end. Um, there will be, of course, timestamps in the description below, so if you want check out, to check out what is ahead or jump around, feel free to. But, um, Kai, if you're ready, um, should we just get on with the podcast?
1: Yeah, let's get into it. We've got a fair bit to go through this month.
0: (laughs) We have. And, you know, one thing I'll quickly mention now is there have been some things like Mario Kart Live Home Circuit and Pokemon Crown Tundra that we're not going to touch upon because we haven't played them, so (laughs) we wouldn't really have much to say. But despite that, still got lots of other stuff. So um, let's get straight on with our first segment of the podcast, Can't have a podcast without news, baby, where we talk about all the news from the past month, and probably the biggest thing that's been happening throughout the entire month is we've had lots of updates on Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity, and I don't know about you, Kai, but I am mega hyped for this game. I'm really excited for this.
1: This looks sick. Like, we've already talked about it a fair (laughs) bit, but, you know, they just keep releasing snippets of news for it over and over again, like, Mm. piling on the hype for it, and it's working.
0: (laughs) Yeah absolutely so November 20th so really not long till we're actually going to be playing it and there is even a demo out now which came out is coming out today when we're filming this so we haven't got to try it out but they are really going all in on it but um, let's rewind back a bit before that and one of the first bits of news we had on it um, this month was treehouse footage because Nintendo treehouse showed off some gameplay and first of all it was Abosa and she looks so fun to play as. Really, really fun.
1: Yeah, she looks pretty like, hype, especially with um, you know, doing the Flurry Dash ability and having mm. like, all the lightning powers to her. Like, that's so cool, man. Yes. It's overpowered <laughs> in Breath of the Wild, and I really hope it's overpowered <laughs> here as well.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It's really going to be interesting to see more on how they developed all of the champions. Because we've seen snippets, but we haven't been able to see the others in full play yet. But another thing we saw in that presentation was that Koroks are back. As well as Hestu, we saw in the later trailer, now with voice acting. So Kai, are you <laughs> ready to collect 900?
1: <laughs> pain. Pain. All the Huygens feel pain. <laughs> no, oh, it should man. be fun, I... though. I'm not sure entirely how they're going to come in, because I doubt they'll put like 900 mm. in again, but they might stick no. <laughs> like, a, a certain limit on it, you know, just so you can collect the, maybe 100 or something, uh, and that'll be yeah. fun, I guess.
0: I'd imagine they might be a bit like the uh, Gold Sculptors in normal Hyrule Warriors, which um, I think there was one per level, so maybe it'll be like that, but a bit expanded upon. That would make a lot of sense
1: if that was the case, yeah, I didn't think of that. Mm. That, That's very likely though.
0: I did mention that we've seen Hestu back there, and you know, playable Hestu, maybe.
1: I, I actually, I really hope he's playable, because we haven't seen any sign yes. of him being playable yet, but he has made an appearance, and w- may, maybe, like, if you get all of the Koroks, you get him or something? I, I don't know, oh, I hope he's playable, because I think it would be really cool to, to have, like, a Korok fighter, in a sense.
0: Well, I, um, I won't spoil, but that's certainly better rewards than what you get in the main game, so, uh, <laughs> all on board. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but um probably, I think, the most interesting thing that we saw in the treehouse footage was we got a look at the menu which is the world map of breath of the wild and from there you can access the levels you can access the blacksmith and these different bonus bits where you cook food for link it it's really a great idea to have the world map as your level select screen
1: yeah it looks so cool and i'm i'm so hyped mainly about how they changed the aesthetic of the game, of of the Warriors Mm. game, to match Breath of the Wild. Like, not only the art style in in the gameplay itself, but, you know, with the menus and all that. Like, uh, you know, one of the menus, I think, was uh, weapon repairs, and it was the exact same as the inventory menu from the original game. And I'm thinking, (laughs) like, they've stayed so faithful to this uh, in the art style. It's been great.
0: They really have. You you, you know, you can barely tell it's actually developed by not Nintendo. It's uncanny yeah, how crazy. accurate. You yeah. look at a screenshot from this and you could think it's Breath of the Wild if you, if you don't see it in action. So it's, it's yeah. really, they've gone all in with it. And I've, talking on that, actually, we did see Link, he, um, he can play with different weapons, which I guess you kind of expected. They, they don't break this time. And we yeah. saw him playing with a two-handed weapon, which completely changed up his, start, his gameplay style. He was chugging down food to do strong yeah. attacks. It's yeah. Full of charm.
1: <laughs> it's going to be really interesting to see because uh, it seems like Link in this is going to be extremely versatile in his moveset, and, yes. and you know maybe as an all-rounder in the fact that he can play any weapon type. So that'll be mm-hmm. really fun to see in practice because I'm assuming you'll be able to play him in like almost if not every level. So
0: yeah, and I do wonder if they're going to give the other characters different weapons too because it wouldn't it wouldn't really make much sense to, but. Mm. It's also kind of weird to have all these options, but just for Link. I mean, it makes sense, because Link is how he plays in Breath of the Wild, but it's very different to what we've seen before in a, Hi- in a Warriors game in general. So, Yeah, we'll see how it I
1: plays out. Um, There'll sh- surely yeah. be some kind of customization for the other characters, but I feel like Link probably mm. will get special treatment regardless, in some form. So.
0: Yeah, and one, another way we've seen this is, of course, the costumes, because Although I don't think they have any make any difference on gameplay. It's just aesthetic. You can we've seen like most of his costumes from Breath of the Wild are back. Um, yes. so I mean <laughs> if you want to go around and take out take out Ganon's hordes as shirtless Link, go for it. It's
1: <laughs> people are going to do that. It's going to be they like are. a very
0: common thing. Shirtless Link rocking the pot lids, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I do wonder as well, again, if we will see this for other characters, because I guess we've ha- we've seen them re- the champions with their blue garbs and without them, but I do wonder if there's going to be more costumes maybe referencing other characters, like, who knows, a, um, a side-on colour scheme for Mifa or something like that.
1: Yeah, I hope so. I mean, they might do things like that. For example, for, for um, they might do, like, Noburu and, you know, all the other mm. old characters. They might do, like representations of those, maybe, representations of other yeah. characters in Breath of the Wild. I, I'm sure there'll be some form of customization for them um, to that extent, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I mean, moving a bit off of gameplay and onto some more story stuff, talking about characters, they've, been, they've showed off a few different story trailers throughout the month as well. One of those was on mm-hmm. Hestu, who we've already touched about, but the first one showed off uh, Pura and Robbie. and first of all, great <laughs> designs for both of them! <laughs>
1: They look amazing,
0: and I, 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 I kind
1: of called it that they were going to be playable.
0: Well, ha- have we seen them playable, though? We don't well, know they Well, actually,
1: that's a, that's a good point. That is a very good I point. Like to think, them I like to yet. think
0: they will be, but... I really don't, hope so, man. Yeah. I want to main Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's yeah. He's got, like, a, a bit of Zeke charm to him, which I love, so... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, the guitar riff that
1: happens every time he strikes a pose. I love that. Yes. Great.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, even if they're not playable, it's great to see them with voice acting. That seems to really fit their characters, but I I just want to see them playable. Overall, the
1: design choices for them look look great. Mm.
0: They do. And it's interesting that, particularly with uh, Pura, she takes some design cues from concept art for her from Breath of the Wild, um, which you can see in the... um, art book they released um about the champions and that so it's interesting that they are taking some stuff from from concept art and like you do wonder if that's going to leak further into story elements perhaps what else could we yeah, see it's that definitely a nice idea
1: we may we may see like scrapped things from breath of the wild show up here who knows
0: yeah and one thing that's quite interesting is the next trailer they showed off full start koga ...who's still alive. I, not, I didn't expect that. <laughs> oh yeah! <laughs> yeah, and he's full of personality and bananas, so...
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: ...looks great, I see and... <laughs> ...we do see that you fight him, so I could only imagine he's probably playable too. And that, that's be gotta fun, be fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, the most interesting thing to me about that trailer was... One, ...the thing everyone's talking about now. They showed off some mysterious hooded villain with Gerudo markings on him, and some sort of weird... It, on his face is like an eye mark that resembles the Calamity, um, the eyes from the Warped Calamity stuff in Hyrule Castle. Yeah. So he's clearly some relation to Ganon, some servant of Ganon, but we don't really know any more than that.
1: Yeah, that'll be an interesting one to speculate about, because there's so many different mm. ways you could go about thinking, like, who he is and how how he's going to be incorporated into the story... Um, Well, I say he, we don't even know if it is a he, to be honest. (laughs) No, Um, yeah. (laughs) It it looks like a really important, interesting character that maybe acts as a a big driving force in in this plot. I don't know if it's going to feed into Breath of the Wild uh, 1 or 2, but for Mm. for this game, at least, it seems to be quite a key antagonist.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine it's being used as sort of, seeing as you're not going to be able to really fight Ganon in this it makes sense mm. to have a separate primary primary antagonist that you have to fight and i'm assuming it's probably this guy but also yeah i mean um... the thing about calamity yep.
1: ganon is you know it's it's a calamity and it's it's sort of a <laughs> it's chaotic isn't it the whole point of it is that it's yeah. chaotic so to have an antagonist here that's probably a bit more strategic in their approach would would make sense in the narrative for how these events happen in the order they do and how it worked out so well for ganon is that you know there was an instigator who was doing the smart plays while Ganon was just like, ah,
0: here's some malice,
1: you know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
0: so... and, and a, a big theory on that is that I believe it's, it's been talked about that there was originally plans for um, this fortune teller who's in like the concepts of Breath of the Wild, who, he's the one who told the king about the calamity and how to prepare for it. And there's a lot yes. of speculation that yeah. this might be the fortune teller, which is very similar to you know, A Link to the Past, who had Agonim who was Ganon in disguise, who talked to the king and manipulated him. We could mm-hmm. be looking at something along those lines, quite likely.
1: I would, yeah, I'd be very on board with that idea. It seems like that could definitely happen, because it's, it, I, I, yeah. I don't know if it's still talked about in the game or not, but I definitely remember, like, knowing about that. Um, so mm. th- that definitely seems likely, yeah.
0: And the the final thing we really have to talk about here is, they showed off um, in the... recent. In the last minute partner showcase that we just watched, they ended it with some Hyrule Warriors. We'll get to the other stuff later, but for War Warriors, the big thing was playable Divine Beasts. Holy <laughs> crap. <laughs> it was crazy. That was, oh man, I, I didn't even know I wanted it, but I, I really do. Yeah. I want to play them. I want to destroy everything. <laughs>
1: It looks completely mental, uh, but it, it looks so fun. It, it looks really fun it as does. a game mode or, or something. Whatever it may be, yeah. it looks it, great in how just pure destruction, I suppose.
0: I would imagine it's its own separate thing, either its own level, or maybe it's like a final thing you do at the end of the level. Once you've beaten it, you call on the Divine Beast to plough through the rest or something. That'd be hype. But, um, <laughs> it, yeah, it seems really just a really cool concept to be able to play as them and... Yeah, this is a really random thing that I just thought to mind. I want to, be, I want to play as Calamity Ganon. Give me <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't even destroy know how to do that. <laughs> just let me oh, destroy man. Hyrule, please. I, I want that now. I want to be the bad guy. <laughs> oh, man. Ugh. Uh, it, it was yeah. a
1: Koga. Koga convinced you, I can tell.
0: Koga, he's, um, he's just got this charm to him. The eagle one. Me. Rolls the <laughs> i found myself just downing bananas recently so it's it's already started <laughs> <sighs> but um <laughs> i think that's all we have to say for Hyrule warriors we'll of course we'll be talking about the next month we might even do a um specific review on it whenever we finish it so um do stay tuned for that yeah but long story short there's...
1: though it's hype <laughs> it's really hype. very hype
0: <laughs> i want it and you know i kai and i were talking before this that it might be worth you know holding off on the demo until You know, until you actually get the full game. But by the time this video is up, I probably would have caved already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just being honest. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But, you know, that wasn't all that was this month. We have had some other things. And one thing that really surprised me was for Fire Emblem's 30th anniversary, they announced a translation of the first Fire Emblem game, Shadow Dragon and the Blade of Light, coming to Western places for the first time, which... Who would have expected that?
1: <laughs> yeah, it was quite out of the blue, um, yeah. especially since, I, I, I might be wrong on this, but I'm pretty sure that the first Fire Emblem game's already gotten a remake on the DS in English. So yes, <laughs> it, it was has a got strange. a remake.
0: Um, it's a bit divisive, some people think it's not as good as the original, some people think it's right. better, So, but it does already have a remake. And this isn't yeah. that, this <laughs> is the original NES version we're getting. Uh, with, it was I should a bit mention, of a strange one,
1: yeah, but yeah, it is cool, yeah. I guess.
0: I, I should mention it's got some improvements, so they have um, some sort of features like rewind and save states, as well as, I think it was like you can increase the speed of gameplay a bit as well. So ah, it's good cool. to see it's, yeah. it's not just a new translation, they're also making some quality of life changes. A bit disappointing this wasn't just added to the uh, SNES Online, I mean NES Online, but um, understandable, I guess. They are putting yeah, more work into it. That's true. They so, also
1: had the um, the special thing. What was it? The yes. collector's edition.
0: Yes, collector's edition comes with like original, like new NES box art for it, which is really cool. A little NES cartridge doesn't work, but like you know, to display and a few other posters and stuff. Um, I think it's US yeah. only, which <laughs> yeah,
1: that's true. Unfortunate for European folk. But, uh, well, yeah, I
0: mean. I don't know, are you planning on picking this up, Kai? December 4th it comes out.
1: Uh, Probably not, but I I definitely will look at some gameplay of it at the very least. You know, like, looking through and seeing how everything functioned at the original, uh, with traditional Fire Emblem, because I've heard a lot about traditional and new Fire Emblem being very different in in a couple different ways. Yes,
0: yeah. it's good to see they're making some of those changes with, like, save states and rewind feature. So it is bringing it up to a bit more modern, but there's still yeah. definitely it's, it's still an NES game. You can't uh, take that away from it. I you, guess so. it's doing
1: favors to people, you know, fans of the traditional Fire Emblem games, such as that one. Though I guess it does them a favor. Yeah. so it's always
0: good. Definitely, yeah. And um, you know, um, if if you're and if you're really curious, just make a Japanese account. It's already on Japanese um, NES Online. Oh, I think really? so. <laughs> not without the additional features. Uh, without the additional features, but. Um, <laughs> True.
1: Ah, uh, still don't. They, Who they still got it.
0: Yeah. And um, maybe a bit more mildly disappointing news, I think, is we've seen a bit more on Pikmin 3 Deluxe, which, like we said, is going to already be out by the time this video is out. And it's still looking quite interesting, but from, we've seen some previews on it that showed off the new content with Louie and Olima. But really, it's not really new story content. It's just the video files from the main game. With bonus levels, where you have to basically connect as much as you can in the time limit. So, a little disappointing, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I, mean, um, I was expecting I mean, a bit a, more from it.
1: Yeah, as a as a big Pikmin 3 fan myself, I hope I, Pikmin 4, please. Um, as a really <laughs> big Pikmin 3 fan, it's a little odd to see, because... You know, I was a big fan of the um, gamepad controls, where you could actually touch on the gamepad to throw Pikmin, and it was a really yeah. good system. I thought it was a really um, really useful system to use for controls, so having that control scheme taken away makes me not want to get Deluxe, because, you know, that's what I'm used to, and that's what I'm comfortable playing with, and I can't do that. Yeah. You know, not really any fault of the Switch itself, but,
0: no. you know, still. Did and you, um, the bonus did you try modes the...
1: were a bit naff too, so...
0: Did you try the demo out of curiosity?
1: Not yet, but I am planning to, yeah. Um,
0: right. That's definitely the case. I, because I did, that, I did give that a little bit of a go, and whilst I haven't played Pikmin 3, I, I played Pikmin 1 on the Wii, and I quite liked the sort of Wii Remote pointer controls. The Joy-Con, mm-hmm. it feels a little bit off for it, and you can adjust the controls, so maybe I needed to do that a bit more, but it doesn't feel as good as the Wii Remote, and it's, it isn't going to be because there's no sensor bar, but even, as I'll get to later, Mario Galaxy on Switch uses a pointer and I thought that was fine so I feel that they could have maybe adjusted it a little better but it still looks, the demo I still enjoyed and it has convinced me I might have to pick this up at some point but I can understand some people might just prefer the Wii U version just based on controls.
1: Yeah, I mean, the uh, bit with Alphen, uh, sorry, not Alphen, um, Olimar and Louis, they, yeah. they made it out to be like its own little bonus story, but in, in fact, it actually just looks like it's, you know, maybe like five more time attack modes. And with yeah. the exception of the final one, which I think could be interesting, the first four I feel like would just be bonus time attack stages. And time attack's great. Oh, I love the time attack in Pikmin 3, it's, it's a really fun one to retry. Um, yeah. And there's already 15 stages for it because in the original there were only like five and then the rest got released as DLC. So I'm assuming all of those right. are in here now. I but, think they uh, are, yeah. Time Attack, yeah, Time Attack's really fun. But at the same time, it doesn't warrant warrant like getting the whole game again just for like four more bonus Time Attack <laughs> stages with o- Olimar and Louis. You can already play them in the base game anyway, so in, in co-op. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, definitely. I, I can understand that if I would already played Pikmin 3... I probably wouldn't pick this up, I don't think. So it's mm. still, there are plenty of people who haven't yet, so it's still cool for them. And My you
1: know, my personal suggestion would be if people, I, I'd say to people who are unsure because of the controls, honestly, I don't know if it's still up, but get the Pikmin free demo for the Wii U and try right. that out. <laughs> and if yeah. you prefer those <laughs> controls, then just get it on the Wii U because I find the controls there to be far more manageable, um, especially with using the gamepad. As, like, a map as well, I found that to be really useful. Yeah. So, try hmm. both demos and pick whichever one's your favourite, because Pikmin Free is a very good game, Evil. But,
0: way, but so. Kai, if you get the original version, you won't get the Collectopedia they added. And I know you oh, like a good no. Collectopedia. <laughs>
1: I do, I do. Uh, I'll find a way to live, I'm sure. Maybe.
0: <laughs> You'll just, just look it up on the internet, the Collectopedia, it'll be fine. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but,. Probably the other big thing that happened this month was what happened as we were filming the last um, podcast was Steve in Smash. And, you know, we, we've already posted our reveals to the announcement. We were very hyped. But since then, they showed off how he, how he played and he's came out and we've got to play him ourselves. Um, he's really fun. <laughs> Yeah, we've done a couple of online matches against each
1: other with this sort of thing already, um, playing Steve. And yeah, Steve is, he, he's crazy detailed and a very mm. fun character to play. He's already, I think, my fourth most played character in the game. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so... yeah, he's gone up. He might not be that high for me, but he's definitely gone up for sure. Yeah, he's
1: hella fun. And uh, I think since Steve came out and I started playing him, and this didn't happen for any of the other DLC, but since Steve came out, I've been playing Smash a lot more again. Um, Not even necessarily just playing as him, but having him there as well um, has sort of made me go back to the game and play it a fair bit. And and Steve in the game himself is really cool. Just, you know, the the unique moveset, the Mm. the complicated, like, setups you can do and that sort of thing. It it looks really fun.
0: Yeah, the attention to detail on his moveset, how every little thing is directly out of Minecraft, it must be the most accurate character we've seen so far, portrayal-wise. And... It's such an interesting moveset to play as, because sometimes you feel really OP, but sometimes you feel like you don't stand a chance. I feel like Steve is never in the middle. He goes either way. It's quite interesting.
1: He's, from what I've played of him so far, he seems weak against rushdown characters, but ones like heavies and that, he seems to do really well against. Which is, you know, pretty much every lightweight character in the game.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you, although Jack did destroy me playing as Donkey Kong. When I was Steve, so um, <laughs> that's that, that's that might be more it's DK, than me though. <laughs> huh. DK, Steve is too <laughs> accurate. <Okay. laughs> but yeah, it's um, he's been really fun to play as, and the stage as well. I think we should talk a little bit about the stage. Um, oh yeah, it's it's nice aesthetically. It, by the end of it, it becomes pretty much a flat stage once you've destroyed everything. Shit. <laughs> It still looks really nice, and I've, I've found the music surprisingly quite nice for it, actually.
1: Yeah, it's weird that a lot of it was original, and, and none of it was mm. from the original game, and that is sort of a shame, because I wish they had, you know, like, Sweden and uh, all that sort of thing, um, Wet Hands, etc., from the original game, uh, as like, you know, yeah. maybe a remixed version that was hype. I wish they did that, but at the same time, the music they actually did bring in was also very good. So
0: Definitely, yeah. There was some really interesting... And the fact, that like you said, most of it is remixes, which is nice to see. So, yeah. all, all being remixed to make sure it fits with the Smash tone and everything yeah. like that. Also, and, the
1: stage's name is very creative. Just being called Minecraft again? World. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, oh the, the, come on, Kai. Some, some person put hours of thought into that and got a massive paycheck <laughs> just for that name. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the job I want. That's uh, Nintendo, if you're listening. I, I can pick next. It's one like the well. people
1: who name the the uh, the Disney movies, isn't it? Where they call yeah. them. You know, People get paid loads for being like Cars. You know.
0: <laughs> cars 2. You know. <laughs> Damn, that's deep. Uh, Disney's gonna sue this video now. But um. Oh, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's really fun to play us. Um, definitely interested to see where they go next from here on out. They are continuing this this upwards, you know, spike of the DLC characters all being completely crazy, so... <laughs> yeah, where are they going to go
1: from here? Like, surely they can't. Rex Empire. <laughs> I, Rex Empire. I mean, yeah, you know. And, and one thing, I, I don't remember if I pointed it out during the last um, reaction, but uh, the reason people some might have been confused at why Steve was, like, the second character in this DLC set rather than near the end or whatever, or near the middle, like Banjo. And mm-hmm. the reasoning for me is that, you know, if things went under normal circumstances, he would have been released at this year's E3.
0: Right, yeah, that makes perfect sense.
1: Mm. Um, But I don't know where they're going to go from here, how they can make another character
0: that's that hype. No, and interestingly, in the presentation, it still said DLC Pack 2 to be finished by um, December 2021. So, of course, that could always change still, but at least for now, it seems their plans are to keep the release schedule. It doesn't seem to have been majorly pushed back. So
1: yeah, four more
0: characters in the next fourteen months. Uh, yeah, be a fun one to look through. Absolutely. Um, but moving on to our last bit of news, which is the thing that just happened, was of course a partners showcase direct mini came out. A pretty, pretty decent one, I think. It, well, I don't think yeah. it's quite as good as the last one, but some strong stuff in there.
1: Yeah. Overall, like it's, it's not. Again, they're not like main directs. They're nothing amazing, but. Yeah, it was alright. It was definitely something where you can look at it and pick out a couple games that may interest you, depending on what type of uh, player you are with games.
0: Definitely, yeah. And the first thing that was announced was a game a lot of people have been anticipating, which they showed off more of Bravely Default 2. Which um, also, along with a delay, which I guess is kind of expected, to uh, 26th of February 2021. Not too long still, not too long to wait.
1: Makes sense, yeah.
0: What did you think of what they showed off?
1: Um, it seemed interesting. One of the main things that stuck out to me is how they acknowledged how they were taking into account what fans have said to, um, you know, yes. balance out the game and that sort of thing. So that mm. was really good to show that they are listening to that as well as you know the easy mode existing because, as you said, the the um, you said the demo was quite hard for someone who doesn't know how to play the game. So
0: yeah, I'm, um, I'm a complete noob yeah. and I I. I... Ended up rage rage quitting it. So <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed. Like and one thing we can say visually, I love how the world looks. This sort of almost like pop up book kind of art style the world has in the way it's really interesting. Yeah, and it,
1: it was an interesting one. Yeah,
0: yeah, and I I don't know. I've, you mentioned to me before this actually. I'm not completely sold on the Chibi characters. I don't yeah. know. I'm
1: not a huge fan of that side of things, but yeah.
0: Yeah, I kind of like the design. I just think maybe if it was 10% less chibi, (laughs) for me personally. Yeah, no, um, I see what
1: you mean with that, and yeah, I'm with you on that one.
0: Yeah, but it looks interesting, and it's it's not a series I've really played before. It's not a series I'm really that interested in. I'm probably not going to get it, but for those who love the Bravely series, for those who love Doctor Path... I can't imagine you're going to have anything bad to say about this. It looks like it's a well-made game.
1: Yeah, it definitely seems like very polished in a lot of areas, isn't it mm. it does look like one of those games where it's like they definitely put a lot of thought into this. So,
0: absolutely, yeah. And um, I guess the next thing that they showed off, or well, they showed off a few things that we're not going to mention because, as usual, there was some filler stuff in here. <laughs> yeah, but, the filler um, wasn't
1: bad, but you know, just not no. notable.
0: I mean, the most important thing was back gun once again, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I erased that from my
1: memory. Don't bring it back.
0: <laughs> Kai, we're, we're reviewing it next month. What are you on about? Oh, no. <laughs> Nintendo have sent us copies. This is our big shot. Have they? Thankfully not.
1: All right, we've now become a Microsoft podcast, guys. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, man. Uh, but um, the probably the the most thing I want to talk about next is um, Immortals: Phoenix Rising, which they showed off, a sort of Breath of the Wild style game made by the developers of some Assassin's Creed games, and I'm I'm really interested in the whole Greek mythology sort of aspect of the game. I, I grew up reading the Percy Jackson books, which I love, so um, it, it's definitely right up my alley. Combining that with Breath of the Wild and a slightly different kind of gameplay style. This is definitely something that's got my that's on my radar, and it's coming out December, so not long to wait.
1: Yeah, the the gameplay looked very Breath of the Wild like, very interesting. The art style mm. looked clean. Overall, it you know I couldn't point out any faults in it. It seems good.
0: Yeah, the only I did notice, having watched a bit of PC footage recently, you can notice the Switch footage does have a visual downgrade, but that's, that's what expected. happens when you play on a Switch. <laughs> that's true. You know, maybe I should um. Kai, would you like to donate to my uh, builder PC funds? <laughs> <laughs> I only need a couple uh, thousand. You guys subscribe to my Patreon. <laughs>
1: I'd like a couple quid, let alone a couple thousand. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: just, I'm sorry, I, I don't. Do I not pay you enough, Kai?
1: You don't even pay me KitKats. I don't even get those.
0: I'll give you mm. a Mars bar. All right. <laughs> <sighs> I'll that's, a that's better than the Kit Kat. I'll take it. <laughs> But uh, one other thing that was kind of interesting was they showed off Hitman 3 and Control, which games, I don't really have much to say on the games, but they were cloud versions of those games coming to Switch, which of course means, you know, you're not downloading it to your console at all, it's, you're just streaming it from the internet, which has only happened yeah. thus far in Japan for the Switch, as far as I'm aware, because they have better internet than us.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have any memory of there being any, uh, you know, cloud games on the Switch, but... It mm. seems like an interesting approach because for us over you know in the, in the West, um, yeah. it, it, it of course has its features, its good parts, but at the same time, it does require constant good internet. So that might yeah. be a struggle for some people.
0: Uh, judging by my luck playing games and seeing some of your streams, I think we both might struggle a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Straight up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't see this being a great option for either of us, probably, but... For those who have good internet more games
1: <laughs> enjoy it yeah
0: <laughs> have fun uh better than google studio still so uh <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. but the other thing they showed off we we're talking about was a bit of no more heroes 3 not much still coming up 2021 but we've got to see a bit of gameplay and definitely a bit of its style of humor which seems as i 'd expect, which is nice <laughs> yeah,
1: it seems good it, it definitely seems pretty good in the comedy front, so
0: yeah, do love a bit good bit of uh toilet humor, of course, <laughs> and it, from what i 've seen, it looks very fast paced action kind, so uh definitely something I want to try out and if you haven't played the series before, the good news is that one and two are both out on the switch today um, i they didn 't really show much, it seems like straight ports but um that's good for anyone who yes, hasn't caught got up. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I'm I, never really gonna complain about ports on, on the fact that they're there because, mm. yeah, it's good. The price, on the other hand, um, yes. you mentioned. <laughs> about
0: 17 quid each, which, bearing in mind you can find one and two for like two pounds pre-owned in CEX now, it's... <laughs> yeah, a little bit I odd, don't, but... I don't, I don't see any reason for me to pick them up on the Switch rather than the Wii. I, it doesn't look like there's much changed. Maybe upscaled graphics, of course, but you know, why why would I pay fifteen pounds for that? I don't think it's worth it. Money, money. <laughs> <laughs>
1: SpongeBob, me boy. I brought in the <laughs> Normal Heroes trilogy to the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh,
0: we're, we're both very tired. You got to cut some snack here, but yeah, straight on. Uh, but it looks fun though, um, and you know, if you haven't tried them out, it's, a, it's nice that you have the option now, if you have the cash for it. And yeah. the final thing besides Hyrule Warriors, which we already touched upon, was part-time UFO, a game by How Laboratories, which stacking things. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, it was cute. It was, it was cute, cute, yeah. <laughs> there's, I, there's not much more to say. I think it came out today. Um, I haven't mm. checked the eShop, but I can't imagine it costing that much. So yeah. it looks... If you're into some acute stacking game with little Kirby references in it, sure.
1: <laughs> I will say, though, it, I feel like it looks really frustrating in a sense. Like there, There'd be some like levels near the end of that that are incredibly frustrating.
0: I, yes, I, um, I have been known to, on occasion, swear at my television and I feel like I'm I would do that a few times playing this game. <laughs> I
1: just get the feeling that something like that would happen near the end of the game like you know those top <laughs> of balance games it always
0: happens. It definitely seems like a possibility but you know if you're into that kind of game that's that's a nice little extra release. It's good that they're still bringing out some fun games. Yeah. But I think that's pretty much everything we've um We've that's happened throughout the... Oh, sorry, I just saw on the eShop. It costs 8 pounds pence so not bad. Oh,
1: nice. <laughs> pretty, pretty simple.
0: Seems to be some value. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much all the news we have, so let's go straight on to our next segment of the podcast, Games Time, baby, where we talk about all the games that we've been playing throughout the past month. Kai, I've, I've got a feeling that you've been playing one in particular.
1: <laughs> yeah, um, that game is... Tetris 19... No, I'm kidding. Uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Trading to take uh, down James, um... are you? (laughs) Uh, That's never going to (laughs) happen. So, yeah, I've played a bit of Smash, but the main game I've played and racked up about 90 hours in in the last month is uh, Fire Emblem free Houses. Now, I believe right. you've already... Have you already talked about this on the podcast before? I yeah, don't this
0: was, uh, I was playing this back in our very first podcast, so it was one of the first things we talked right. about. <laughs>
1: okay, well, I played it on release. I played the Golden Deer route on release, and I also played Blue Lions, the deer. uh last October, I believe it was, last year. Right. So this year, I played through Silver Snow, the church route in the game. Mm. and um, I won't go too into spoilers or anything, just in case, because um, especially since you haven't played that route either. <laughs> that <laughs> but, um, is correct. <laughs> but um, it, it's a, it's a... Like, people say that it's, like, the worst route. People say it's Golden Deer route without Claude, and it, it's mm. kind of true. I won't deny it. It's very <laughs> true that that's the case. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of situations, it's like something that Claude or, or Hilda would do. It's now, like... Either SETIF does it, or or everyone just assumes that Byleth's doesn't done it. Like it, <laughs> the narrative doesn't fit as well. But I still enjoyed yeah. the route because I, I I really enjoy the game. It's one of my most played games on the Switch now. Mm. Um, I've, I've played it more than Xenoblade Two, so. <laughs> um, that, that's
0: that's impressive. Yeah. More than Xenoblade One.
1: Um, maybe I think they're on very equal footing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was really good to play through again. I played on New Game Plus. Which was right. very interesting because I could spend renown on getting, like, recruiting everyone extremely quickly uh, and that sort of thing. So that was fun. Um, the story mm. of the route, again, it was all right. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed I I looked a lot more at the voice acting this time because I, I said to you earlier that um, I could recognize a lot of the voice actors now because a lot of the ones from yeah. this game are, like, within a circle that do a lot of games. And, yeah, a lot of them I recognised, which I, I despised, but also <laughs> kind of liked at the same time. But, um, yeah, it was good. Um, I really like Setif because he, he's essentially the, the main lord in that route, rather than right. uh, Dimitri, Claude, or Edelgard.
0: Yeah, um, I, didn't really, I didn't really use him that much, or get to know him that much in my playthrough of Golden Deer. So that is, that is one thing I'm definitely looking forward to, playing the other routes, is getting to know these other characters better.
1: Yeah, um, so Seth was really interesting. I, I thought because I, I just find him to be an interesting character in general. I like his personality and that sort of thing. Mm. Uh, his interactions with Flane and, and all that other characters as well.
0: Fish. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> couldn't resist. Um, so
1: yeah, he he's great, and his especially um, his voice actor Mark Whitten. Um, yes. He was he was actually like I don't know if he's like it in all the routes, but I don't remember it, him being like that. But in this route. Mark Whitten, as set as voice actor, did a really good job a lot of the time. Oh. I was just stopped. A lot of the time I stopped and I just replayed the voice line. Like, damn, that was really good. That's and cool. um, s- same went for Ben Diskin, who's the voice actor of Caspar. Like, you know, I never really looked too much at Caspar in the past in the game. But his voice mm. acting was, honestly, I think it's in like the top three or five voice actors in, in fr- uh, Free Houses. Like, That's it was cool. really good for Caspar.
0: Yeah, because so. these, these are characters I haven't really seen much. Kaspar, I don't know, he, did, he must have done one thing to annoy me because I actively tried to kill him this game. But... Was it the lost items? <laughs> it probably was the lost items, knowing me. I, uh... <laughs> that, that yeah. was, uh, that's what got me right in the, right in the soul. <laughs> but uh... <laughs> that's really yeah. cool to hear. And you know, one thing I do love about Setis' voice actor, I don't know if you've heard some of the memes I have. he's voiced. <laughs> yeah, I know full well, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I love it when the voice actor goes with them with the meme. So that's <laughs> yeah, it, it was really
1: good and overall, like a really fun experience playing the games again. So
0: yeah, that's cool to hear. I definitely it's been on my um, you know want to try out list to play the rest of the routes. It's just about getting around to it. So um, next yeah. time I've got free time, I'll definitely try that out. Which um, one have
1: you played already?
0: Just Golden Deer, that's the only one.
1: Oh, you've already played the best route, okay. <laughs> no,
0: I'll just, I'll just stop then, you know, no more.
1: <laughs> no, I, I'd honestly say, like, any of the other routes are still worth trying, so...
0: Yeah, definitely. Um, and, it, you know, even if you, even if you, like, don't enjoy certain routes story-wise as much or whatever, the gameplay is all really fun, so... <laughs> yeah, it's that's, great. That's not going to change. <laughs> um, as for me, I've, I've been continuing on from last month. I've been continuing with 3D All-Stars, and i Mm -hmm. i just beaten 64 and sunshine but now i've moved on to i've moved on to galaxy which i i've just i've beaten it i did 100 percent as mario i know there's another thing you can do as luigi but that involves playing through the entire game again which i cannot be bothered to (laughs) do it (laughs) how much will you will you donate to my patreon if if i play again kai i
1: can't afford it
0: (laughs) I spent all my money
1: on this. I could spend all my money on the
0: game. I can't do anything. <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll let you off this once. I, I understand. <laughs> no. But yeah, it is... Um, Gal- I've always loved Galaxy, and it, as I expected, it was my favourite of the collection. It's you know it's more linear, but it that's not a bad thing. It, it goes for this different style of Mario 3D platforming, and it nails it with the physics, with the music and the atmosphere. There's... There's like a sense of epicness Mario Galaxy has that no other Mario game really goes for. Besides... Yeah, it's very Partly Galaxy 2, but... You know, when you're... you're (laughs) You have confrontations with Bowser. Just have this build-up to them and this tension with them. Compared to Sunshine, where you fight him in the bathtub. It's... It doesn't even compare. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh... It's something. (laughs) It's It's really good. And I don't really have too much more to say on it, because it's... It's the same as it always has been. It looks, it, I mean, this game looked fantastic back on the Wii. Now in HD, upscaled, it holds up as well as you'd expect. And even the, the Joy-Con controls, um, whilst you do have to recalibrate sometimes, they're still pretty much fine. They're, they're serviceable, as, almost as good as the Wii Remote. So, um, Fair enough. yeah, there's not, if you haven't played this game before, it's, you know, 3D All-Stars is worth it for Galaxy alone. It's fantastic. So, yeah,
1: um, I'm looking forward to it when I, when I play for it at some point, definitely.
0: Absolutely, yeah. The, the only thing I didn't try was the um, touchscreen controls, which I don't really want to try, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't blame that you. That doesn't seem ideal, unless you have free hands, but... <laughs> I must, mean, for those three-handed
1: been... folk watching the podcast, go for it.
0: Yeah, you know, those uh, Nintendo 64 controller fans. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's, it's as fun as always, so... Um, all over, all in all, 3D Stars has been a good collection, it's nothing major, mind-blowing, but good ports of the games. What's, yeah. what's actually been new, though, from um, Mario 35, is Mario 35, that just came out this month. And I know you've got to play a little bit of it, Kai, I've, I've seen you playing it a little bit. What yeah, did you I think? Yeah, i Snippets. Um, mm. It
1: is, it's, it's fun. It's, it's definitely fun. It yeah. It is really difficult to win. I still haven't gotten a win yet because I didn't play it in the first couple of days. So right. it, the quality it has got of competition. <laughs> it's it's crazy, man. It's really fun though. I really like the concept and how it's like yeah. Tetris ninety nine, but honestly a lot more detailed. Um mm, yeah. but it's it's really good. It's really enjoyable,
0: yeah. And I've 'cause Tetris ninety nine is, is great, but I Tetris has never really been my zone. uh, 2D platformers, that's my domain. Um, Even though I've never been that great at the original Mario Bros., I've played lots of Mario Maker in that style, and interestingly, it it doesn't really feel like either um, physics-wise. It seems like some sort of mix and its own thing, which is interesting. But Once you get used to it and adjust to it, yeah, Yeah, it's really all about (laughs) momentum. You have to build up momentum to make those jumps going. Otherwise, you fall in the pit, which I have done several times. But <laughs> but I've you know, I've really enjoyed playing it. I tend to boot up in evenings and I <clears throat> I, I don't mean to brag, but I've got about uh, seven wins in it. Uh, flex Alright uh, Yeah Go to the Mario <laughs> thirty five championships. Jeez. You, you better believe it. But <laughs> I will also admit most of those were towards the earlier cycle of the game. It has got harder, yeah. <laughs> like you say. And I, I quite I quite often get to like the final Free or something, but you, you, you get against one person who knows what they're doing, you don't stand a chance. <laughs>
1: yeah, they, they're crazy how good some
0: players but, are at that game. But one thing I think is interesting, I actually think it equalises it better than Tetris, because with Tetris, if you're a pro player, you make a mistake, you can recover from it. If you're a pro player and you make a mistake in Mario, you fall into a pit, you're done. You can't recover. It's <laughs> You're done! You're done! <laughs> Don't forget me. <laughs> Never forget. <laughs>
1: oh, we had to mention Xenoblade well, in
0: every stream, remember? It uh, needs to make its podcast. way in there. Yeah. <laughs> we, we genuinely have not gone one without it yet. <laughs> there we go. But, um, yeah, you really can be screwed by it. So I, I've, I literally I had a set of games where I, I died to the first Goomba, then came first place next game, then died to the first Goomba again the game after. <sighs> and
1: <laughs> the duality of man.
0: Exactly. You would not get moves that... You would not get a pro um, Tetris 99 player coming first and then last like that. You know it's, Mario 35 really has the ability for a pro player to mess up. Like you, you can be um, the final two against a player who's built up 400 coins, 400 seconds, you're about to lose everything, and then they fall in the pit and you've won. It's...
1: <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's a lot more different than Tetris 99 yeah. than a lot of people realise, I think.
0: Definitely, yeah. So um, it's it's a shame. It's only going to be around till March. Hopefully, they might change their mind on that. But to be honest, I don't even want to think about how difficult it's going to be by March anyway. So <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe, maybe that's why. Maybe they knew it's for, it's for the know.
0: best. It's it's to stop me from throwing my controller at my television. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um, have have you been playing anything else you want to mention this month?
1: Um not particularly no just free houses and smash for now
0: right because i I've got one more thing actually um okay. is that I downloaded the Trine collection on the switch, which is uh Trine one, two three, and four it's It's more of a bundle than the collection it's separate downloads, but they were on sale for seventy percent off um so eleven quid for four games, very good value, and they are really great games i I'm assuming you probably don't know much about them.
1: Uh, I really don't know, enlighten me.
0: Yeah, uh, Trine is basically a series of um, sort of puzzle platformer adventure games. So it's set in this fantasy world and you've got it's, uh, 2D side-scrolling. You've got three characters you can play as. You've got a wizard who can create blocks and manipulate objects. You've got a uh, thief who can use a bow and arrow and swing from surfaces like Spider-Man style. And you've got a knight who's good at combat with his sword and shield, and he can block projectiles with it. Each of those has different skill trees you can upgrade to develop them, and if you're playing multiplayer, you can play one as each. And they, they complement each other in these interesting ways that allow you to fight enemies and explore this fantasy world. And so is it 2D or 3D? It's 1, 2, and 4 are 2D. 3 is 3D, um, slightly, but it still controls... Yeah. It's very much a linear game still, almost like you know something like Crash Bandicoot, how you're moving down a linear path, but you have 3D control. It's um, yeah. a okay. bit like that. Yeah,
1: that sounds interesting overall, though the um, especially even like skill trees and that sort of thing. So.
0: Yeah, it's it's really fun if if you're playing single player. You switch between these characters and you can use their different abilities. Um, it's it definitely shines multiplayer, and it has online, so um, which is really nice. nice. Sa- sadly, not online crossplay, so. You have to have it on the same console, but it is a really fun game to get three people together and basically scream at each other as you mess each other up how you're trying to solve puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> it can be really oh. fun. Because I, I actually, I should mention, these are, I've actually played through these games before. I had um, one and two back on the Wii U. Three and four I've played oh, okay. out of Friends. Uh, I, I've, I've only played a bit or four out of Friends, not all of it. So I, I've played these before, but the price just was was enough for me to say, yeah I tried these out on the switch, and um how much
1: did you say the bundle was
0: again? eleven quid for four games um they're not oh, massively wow, long good. games, but it was seventy percent off, yeah, really good deal and yeah yeah they like i said it's these environments you know the combat's pretty basic in that, but there's lots of environmental and physics based puzzles you have to solve, you know there's not much story, but the characters have some personality to them, and one thing really worth mentioning is that. The game is absolutely beautiful. I'm, I'm going to send you now an um, image or some screenshots I took of the game. Okay. And they... I, I watched, these will be up in the video as well, the YouTube video. Wow, they look really yeah. impressive. That's yeah. great. This
1: is, <laughs> this is what <laughs> Tropical Freeze should have been.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. It's, and this was, came out... The first game came out in 2009, I think. So um, it's been a long-running series, and these Which are all from the second game. from? um all these screenshots are from the second game but look it looks quite similar to the first game wow so um That's crazy yeah th- as you can tell it's really beautiful environments and the music is fantastic so uh yeah definitely if you as well
1: yeah,
0: yeah if, if you ne- if you've never tried these games out even full price i think they're about 40 quid or something for the collection now but um yeah. they're still if it goes on sale again, definitely are something I'd recommend picking up. They are really fantastic Fair and enough. the only thing is sometimes there are some moments where it get, tries to be a little bit too difficult for its own good and it gets to the point <laughs> where the the physics the physics and platforming are mildly jank it's never really a problem but it's only a problem in certain difficult sections which okay. may I may have said some unsavoury things to the television in them, but <laughs> most of the time it's great though. So um, most, I, of most of the time, ninety percent of the time. Good um, enough for me. <laughs> I've only actually played one and two um, since I've got the collection. I'm going to save three and four for a later date to not burn myself out. But um, Good idea. yeah, definitely games that I'd recommend trying out. Mm. Um, the screenshots alone should sell you. Uh, I'm yeah. I'm looking at them now and. <laughs> I'm still blown away. Yeah.
1: It's impressive. Back, for sure. You know,
0: back on, back on when I got the game on Wii U, this was, the Wii U was my first HD console, and this was pretty much one of the first games I got for it, and you can imagine that oh, <laughs> this was an upgrade from like Wii games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really impressive. Right. So um, I guess
1: speaking of sales as well real quick, Nino Kuni's on sale like 83% yeah. from the eShop, buy it. It's like it's 7 quid. Game.
0: Yeah. please buy
1: it, it's so good
0: it's, it's only in Europe I think I don't think it's on sale in the US but if, you, if you've been curious go for it
1: <laughs> they, they get the Fire Emblem collector's set we get Nino Cooney at a really cheap
0: price <laughs> the duality of man, yes <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's probably all we'll have time for in this podcast, I think we probably better skip the um, wanted remasters seeing as we're at 50 minutes now We'll, yeah, we'll um, hold
1: it for now, but we'll we'll bring them in at some point, won't we? Yeah,
0: probably its own separate video. So do stay tuned for. Of course, stay tuned to our channel for that. We um, we release videos every month. We have a main podcast as well as extra stuff like some reviews and some discussions. And we're also on Spotify and um, Google Podcasts and Apple Podcasts. If you want to listen to us that way, so do go check us out all those places. And that brings us pretty much to the end. So um. Some huge thanks to our friend Sam for creating the logo and the thumbnail and all of our channel art we have. And of yep. course, a big thanks to you, Kai, my excellent co host as usual. It has been good. Thank you, Matt. Where can people find you at? Uh, well,
1: I'm, I'm not streaming at the moment, but uh, <laughs> Twitch.tv forward slash fastgrine. If you want to follow me there, go for it. I'll probably be streaming in a couple of weeks.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Give it a look. Um, there will be links, of course, in the description below. Uh, Go check out some highlights and some clips. <laughs> yeah, there's
1: some there's some de- decent like highlight clips and that sort of thing.
0: Lots of good stuff there. But until then, we guys, I guess we'll just see you in the next time. Uh, goodbye.
1: Bye. Bye.